Like a chance romance. Oh, we're finding love. We're going to have a marriage by the end of this segment, I'm telling you. Ooh. That's right. I wonder if you actually... Hmm. We've never had a marriage. We've had some success stories over the years, but... uh, Who do we have, Holly? Um, First, we have Jim. Hi, Jim. Good morning. Morning. How you guys doing? Good, Jim. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, I'm looking you, to reconnect with, with Larissa. Oh, oh, with <laughs> I was going to say, tell us uh, about, uh, looks like Lou. Tell us about Lou. Yeah, Lou, uh, Larissa. Oh. I, I'm, I'm looking to reconnect with her. I mean, I, I heard you guys might be able to help me, and I'm, I'm really hoping that you can help me. Well, we're hoping that we can. That's help what we you. do here. Mm-hmm. Well, we try to do it, Lex. Let's mm-hmm. not overpromise. Mm-hmm. You know? Keyword try. But yeah, yeah. Keyword try, yeah. Uh, well, Jim, take it away, my friend. Tell us about the date, please. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. So, uh, so I met Lou on Tinder, and um, we connected right away. I uh, no no real messaging back and forth, none of that too long stuff. Um, I wanted to take her out pretty much right away, and and she wanted to go out. So I thought it was going to be a good thing, and and I feel like just meeting in person is really the way to go with these things, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, so, we would too. We've uh, learned that over the years. Oh, yes, yeah. continue. Yeah, things lost. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, we had a date, and 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 I thought it went great. I, I'm a pretty talkative guy. She was a pretty talkative lady. Uh, I mean, neither of us have been married. Uh, we're, we were both very career focused for the longest part of our lives, and at this point in the game, I'm really thinking about you know looking for someone who is willing to just put it all out there. And Lou did. Uh, she's smart. She's focused. We got dinner. We talked for hours. Wow. That's oh, really man. a good sign. You have a lot in common or at least to talk about. Yeah. It seems like you guys yeah, have it, a, like a connection. I thought so, too. I, I it, it definitely felt like we had a connection. And, and to tell you the truth, guys, I asked her out again that night. And, oh. you know, again, I... I think it's about closing the deal, frankly, and moving things forward. And we, you know, and even she, she said yes at that time. And, and we even set a calendar date and an invite, um, set it all up. I mean, maybe looking back, I was too aggressive. I don't know. Um, because I, I tried following up the, the day before our second date was scheduled and I didn't get a response. And, you know, right now I'm uh, kind of feeling ghosted because it didn't happen. And while well, I'm probably ghosted, and in fact, you know, I'm probably totally really being ghosted. Um, but I, I really like to know what that is. Yeah, it kind of sounds like that, uh-huh. uh, yeah, Jim. But, but you have some self-awareness about this. So... <laughs> So I'm loving you, Jim. You are a trip. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you made a second date like that because you're just like, look, I like you. Let's let's not uh, mess around here. But then you know you're probably totally being ghosted. Exactly. Okay. That's exactly what it was. You know, and 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 like I said, we we talked for a good two three hours on that first date. You know, and I I just thought that. Jim, you know, Jim something's going to happen. Yeah. Jim, let me let me ask you. I'm usually the one to ask this, and I know Holly. When we were talking to you before, we call it the pre-interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fancy. 
When we, I, I know Holly asked you to really think about the whole, the totality of the date. Anything weird? Uh, do you have any habits? Like, do you incessantly like scratch your nose? Do you speak backwards at times? Is there anything? <laughs> is there anything that would have freaked her out or at any point sent her? Uh, down the slide of friendship. Yeah. Do you only speak in Godfather quotes? We just yeah. we just need to know, Jim. <laughs> I mean, I I like to make offers people can't refuse, but no, I, okay. uh, you know, I, I, <laughs> I I I don't think I don't think that there was anything there was anything that 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 I that I could have thought that would have ruined the deal. You know, okay. I, I really do think that it would have worked. And, and well, I just am totally of the mind that I'm completely, totally ghosted. So, well, Jim, yeah. we're going to try to close this deal. So hold on just a second. We're going to, we're going to put you on hold. Lou has been on hold. Uh, we said that we were, uh, she was nominated by a friend to be part of a dating segment. Now we kept it vague. She doesn't know that it's about uh, you or her. Nothing. Nothing. So hold on just a second, okay? Okay. Thank you. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. ABC always be closing. Am I the only one that thinks he sounds like Eugene Levy and she Sheets Creek? Oh, he does. Oh. Right. Thank you. Just saying. Okay. Yes. Uh, let's talk to Maybe Lou. that's it. Maybe it's Eugene Levy. Yeah. Oh. Uh, let's talk to Lou. Oh. Hi, Lou. Hello. How you doing, Lou? I'm really good. How are you all? Good. Thank you for doing this. We uh, Holly said you were a little reluctant, but a friend nominated you. I know a friend nominated you to be on our ridiculous show. Uh, We do a segment called Second Chance Romance. Um, And uh uh-huh. So here's Uh I'm going to get her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wasn't the friend you think. Wasn't the friend you think. Okay, so here's this is uh, everything I just said was the truth. And now I'm going to tell you where the little fib was. Um, You were nominated because somebody went out with you and wants to reunite. Oh, my God. That's a second chance. That's why we call it Second Chance Romance. Yeah. So, Lou. Okay. Clever, huh? It was Jim. Jim. Remember going out with him? Okay. He I sounds like Eugene him. Levy. Yeah. I recall, okay. she says. Oh, you recall. recall. That's a very formal word. Um, Lou, it's our understanding, and you can fill in the blanks if you so choose. Mm-hmm. Jim, Jim wrote us about you because it's our understanding that nothing much happened after the first uh, little shindig. If that's the case, can we ask why? Oh, this is going to be good. (laughs) Oh, good. Because we appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Very. Okay. So, sure. Um, He's a nice guy, but I'm thinking that maybe he needs a doctor rather than a girlfriend. In fact, I I would highly recommend that. What? <laughs> Why? What kind of doctor? Uh, like, a, like a podiatrist or a, what? A PhD? <laughs> Everything. You name it from head to toe. So here's the scoop. So I'm a nurse, and I have been a long time, practically half my life. And apparently, Jim thought that our date was an opportunity to share 
all of his medical details with me, and he mm. wanted me to give him a diagnosis on practically all of his conditions. So, Hot. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so initially, yeah, it was a date, and then suddenly, no, it wasn't a date. Mm. Um, it was a consultation. So I had mentioned from the get-go that I was a nurse upon our first conversation. And honestly, um, I have to say that it it didn't feel like a first date. And Mm. he just Mm. wanted a diagnosis across the dinner table. Did you feel like you were working? I, yeah, it felt like um, I was in the ER and I had a hypochondriac (laughs) sitting on the gurney. Okay. Well, Lou... You, I, I don't want to waste any more of your time. And okay. so here's the deal. Lou, Jim is actually on the other line. And he's heard oh. this. I know. Please don't be mad at us. Oh. It's not our idea. Her email is amy.dan... No, I'm just joking. Okay. Um, hey, Daniels. Hey, yeah. yeah. uh, go ahead and put Jim up. Jim? Jim, say hi to Lou. Hey, hi, Lou. How are you? Okay. Hi. Hi, Jim. Good. Well, I'm. I'm. Hi. I'm sorry. It, it, it looks looks like you got to know me a little bit too well on our date, huh? Oh. Yeah, Jim. <laughs> I think so. You showed me the growth on your arm. Do you recall? And you yeah. asked me what oh, yeah. was going on there. Yeah. Growths are never I thought our conversation had moved over to that place, and I, you know, I thought you could help being a nurse mm. and all, and no, and, uh, yeah, Jim. so no, you can't no. treat our date like a minute clinic. Uncool. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the deal. Oh. I'll do it this time. Yeah, ho ho ho. Yeah. Um, guys, mm. I don't know if this is going to work, but we have like a gift card to like Red Rabbit or something, and. Uh, Get some pasta, girl. A little, <laughs> little Negroni. Uh, if we give you a gift card. Cover up the growth. Thank you. If we give you a gift card uh, to one of our sponsors and and handle the next get-together, would you be willing to go out again? Lou, is this, am, am I smelling a big fat no on this one? You're smelling it, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure if you haven't gotten a hint, that would be a hard no. And honestly, Jim, I'm sure you are a nice guy. I sense that, but I'm going to pass and try my luck elsewhere, if you don't mind. Yeah. Hey. Well, well Lou, thank well. you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Lou. Yeah, thanks. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Lou. Hey, Jim, and now you know, right? Can move yeah, on. I know. I yeah. mean, I mean, if if you guys wanted to take me out to Red Rabbit, I'm more than. <laughs> <laughs> <I love that. laughs> Uh, they do have uh, um, they do have good uh, masticholi. You sound do. fun. Just please, we don't want to see your growth. Yeah, no. yeah. Please keep oh. that to yourself. Yeah, I guess I'm gonna have to. Yeah, so, yeah. thank yeah. you, thank yeah. you, Jim. Yeah. Thanks, Merry Jim. Christmas, Hi. Happy New Year. Oh. Um, Ooh. never show growth on a first date. Yeah, you. <laughs> star <laughs> we'll be right back hey it's jace for my family of red cow and red rabbit do you know what has been the hit of december 
of the season, the Red Nose Room. That's right. My family at Red Cow uh, spent about 18 hours redecorating Red Cow Uptown and turned it into a magical holiday destination called the Red Nose Room. And it ain't just a room. It's the entire Red Cow Uptown location and only Red Cow Uptown. Thousands of decorations, great photo ops, and amazing holiday bevies like the hot caramel apple cider, the Santa Gria, the dirty martini, a gingerbread white Russian served in festive glassware. Do not steal the glassware. And the Red Nose Room runs through January 7th. Again, this is only at Red Cow Uptown, so grab the friends, jump on a reindeer, and head to the Red Nose Room. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Time to get caught up with all the dirt in the land with the Dirt Alert and Holly Roberts. Hello, Holly. Oh, it's the Dirt Alert, and we're already looking into 2024 for some new movies. And Adam Sandler is an astronaut in peril in our first look at Spaceman. It looks very dramatic. This movie's going to be in Netflix in March. So gird your loins for another dramatic turn from our friend Adam Sandler. Yeah. Okay. Lex, this sounds like your cup of tea, girl. I, I, I will watch anything Adam Sandler makes. Yep. Just out of curiosity and just thinking about the fun that him and his friends and family are having <laughs> making yeah. these projects. It's just delightful. You going to watch I'm, it? No. No. Okay. That's fine. I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. We'll give you a report of the purport. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, just so you know, Amy Robach and TJ Holmes are spending the holidays together. Aww. Oh, Aww. they're trying to figure out what their kids would like. Okay. Can you believe it? On they the- would. Wow, they would just like, like us. Yeah. <laughs> they would like daddy and new mommy to not do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> or they'd like to at least know what it's about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the heck is all this about? Yes. Those two have got a podcast. And so far, we've learned exactly nothing about them. Surprising. Because or again, what it's going to be. I, I don't mean to be mean. I'm just being blunt. After the initial curiosity... Mm-hmm. What are they offering? Well, the second episode was responses to the responses to the first podcast. So they were reacting to that. After the second episode, <laughs> what are they offering? Thank you. There's I, it's not unique. sustainable. It's not sustainable. No. The only reason people would hear, the only reason people are going to listen mm-hmm. is for the story that they already have told in episode one. And beyond yep. that, nobody cares. Sorry, they don't. They weren't big enough figures beforehand. And now they're they're famous for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. And I'm not even busting them for being in love. I don't I I don't even care. But it happens. I don't I I, you know, I I, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. It's fascinating that these two want to build their career on this relationship. Yes. Where they were two folks individually talented. Then their little cheating kerfuffle made a blip last year at this time. Look, their per, their PR person, kudos to them. Congratulations. They know that it's it, this is late December. Hollywood has basically put out the out to lunch sign. 
There's nothing else to talk about. Oh, the store is closed. The, the, the store <laughs> is closed. The and store is closed. They know that people like us, our stores aren't closed just yet. So, Mm-mm. gee, what are we going to talk about? These two boobs. Yep. It's working for them, I guess. Fell into the trap. I'm sorry, everybody. <sighs> Holly, <all> right. <laughs> Holly Marie Combs <laughs> is now claiming that Alyssa Milano had Shannon Doherty fired from Charmed. This is a conversation that's ramping up. Speaking of somebody who else who has a podcast, Shannon Doherty, her podcast calls Let's Be Clear. Holly Marie Combs, her former Charm co-star, was on that podcast. And now they're claiming that the producer of Charmed in the early 2000s, well, gee, they said that they didn't really mean to fire Shannon Doherty, but we've been backed into a corner. And we're basically in this position where it's one or the other meaning it's either Shannon Doherty stays on the show or Melissa Milano stays on the show. Now, Holly Marie Combs says that we were told by Alyssa that Alyssa had threatened to sue us for a hostile workplace environment. Wow. And Holly Marie Combs claims, kind of hinting, maybe a little bit as much as she can, that Alyssa Milano allegedly built a case against her and Shannon Doherty. Allegedly documenting every time she felt uncomfortable on set. Wow. Holy 1999. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Eventually, Shannon Doherty did leave Charmed. Mm -hmm. And then it was Alyssa Milano and Holly Marie Combs for the rest of the series. You can stream it on Peacock right now for the most part. So, yes, there's your vintage gossip for the day. Ooh. Well, and the thing is, you know, because Shannon had a bad reputation stemming from 90210. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even if even if she was innocent of this, public sentiment back then or, oh, well, she has a rap. Of course, it's her. She's dramatic. Uh, she's yep. dramatic. So even if there was equal blame, I'm sure Shannon got the brunt of it because of her prior behavior on uh Beverly Hills. Yeah, and it was easy to present that case. Thank and be, you. That's, you know, yes. very easy because you already have people's opinions shaped on past behavior, which may or yep. may not have actually aligned on what was happening on the set of Charmed. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm. I never watched Charmed. No, miss me too. Yeah. Mm. My brother I, loved it though. He did? Yeah. Jake, he's six years younger. Oh, so yeah, yeah. perfect. Oh, it's like prime time for him, yeah. Perfect age group. Yeah, CW, WB, all of that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, Buffy was big, too. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Buffy's huge. Huge, huge. Hey, everybody. Don't forget, 16th Annual Santa Project. Yes, that's the actual number. Uh, we want to give a huge thanks to Galleria, Certix Liquor and Cheese Shop, Science Museum in Minnesota, Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, Woofington, and Voyage Healthcare. Thank you so, so much. We'll be delivering the gifts to the Ronald McDonald House on Woo! Thursday. Cooties. TV Talk, next. You watched television last night? I like to watch TV. Saddle up, it's the Boob Tube Bonanza. I'd like to get paid to sit on my ass and watch TV. With Jason and Alexis. We've got a bonanza for you. A Boob Tube Bonanza. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis. In the morning, live on my talk, later on our my talk app. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly. Uh, let's begin with the crown. As the crown uh, gently glides into its final episodes. Holly, I begin with you. You have finished it. Am I right on that? I have stuck the landing on the crown. Season six, part two. So we're clear. Everyone in the room knows that it's The Crown Season 2. 
or season six. Season six. Part what? two. What? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Ah, mm. and the show ah. ends. And I am all done. I will say that the last episode of The Crown provides a satisfying end to the series. Spoiler alert, we're in the early 2000s. And I will say the last episode involves the wedding of Prince Charles and Camilla. You know, they had been having a love affair for decades and they fi- he finally put a ring on it. And it kind of wraps up things with a nice little bow. And I thought that Imelda Staunton did a fantastic job playing Queen Elizabeth II. She is the third actor to play the queen in this series. Olivia Colman played the queen in the middle two series. And then Claire Foy played the queen in the first two series of The Crown. Mm-hmm. What was the queen's involvement in that decision? Did she say, look, you need to put a ring on it? Or did he just inform her? We're getting married. Well, no, he had to ask his mom to put a ring on it Ah. because, you know, she's the head of the Church of England, too. Right. And so she had to decide, was this a good decision? She knew that Charles and Camilla were in love and that they cared about each other deeply. But also there was the whole drama. He had been married before. Yes. And that's a thing. So you see kind of the turmoil of deciding, yes, go ahead. Yeah, you see the turmoil. It wasn't easy. Yeah, you see the queen contemplate her entire reign. She also is thinking about what's my legacy going to be? How am I going to move forward? How is this family going to move forward? So I thought the last episode was very satisfying. That being said, the episodes with Will and Kate, I wasn't into them. I thought they were kind of boring. I I don't know. What do you say, Jason? I am with you. I am one. I think I'm one away. Uh huh. I've watched everything but the finale. And and we're talking the back half of the last season of The Crown. That's really for Alexis. That's not really yeah, for yeah, anybody yeah, else. Yeah, anyway, Alexis only. Alexis only. That that that, okay. that reestablishment only for Alexis. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more. The Will and Kate um, episodes because. And they do this. They the the crown over its over its six seasons. They have done this where they break out and they'll handle a certain topic um, for one episode, or they'll deal with maybe just two characters. They did it with Diana. They did it with uh, Charles and Diana mm-hmm. in the mid in the mid seasons. Anyway, but I think it's because it's so new and we just lived through it that it's not as intriguing to us. That's my theory. Yeah. of why those. Will centric episodes landed with a thud with you and me. Colin didn't mind it, and executive producer Jeff. I'm sorry, Colin did mind. Uh, executive producer Jeff didn't mind him. He was. We were talking about it today. Now I will tell you. I, I obviously have not seen the final final episode, but the episode that we did see that really moved us in my house was the Princess Margaret episode. Yeah. That was probably one of my favorite episodes of the series. If I'm going to do like a top 10 of the 60 some, that is a top tenner right there. Mm-hmm. I was real because I have always loved Margaret as a character, no matter what actress, whether it was Helena Bottom Carter or this current actress. I have always loved that character. Colin has too. We were we both cried, 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 cried at the end. Yeah. Um, of that episode. It was she really exploring her role in the family or was she longing for something else or. 
Well, in the season you're watching, um, uh, <laughs> yeah, she's she was, looking for her role. Yeah. Uh-huh. She was sure acting out. She yeah. was sleeping with someone else, a married man. Yeah. yeah. And she's looking for that. And, you know, I don't think this is, look, it's not giving anything away. No, it's history. So it's it, like, yeah. yeah. It's, it's history. But I will say in the episode that Margaret gets in the second half of season six, it's, it, there are flashbacks. Okay. To their relationship. But, you know, with Margaret, she was the number two. And how do you deal yeah. with always being in second position in that kind of sibling rival- rivalry? And I see them trying to do that with William and Harry in these last episodes, too. And uh, I don't I don't know. I don't find that relationship to be as compelling as the one between Elizabeth and Margaret. No. Interesting. So, yeah. Uh I would say, yeah, Lex, the easiest way, and I think that you'll be really moved by this because, hello, you have a sister. This, the, the, the final episode for Margaret really is about sisters. Yeah. It's really, it's not even, it's not even about the crown. It's not, it's really about the bond between these two. And I found that so lovely. And um, Amelda was so good in this, as was the actress who plays Margaret, but Amelda was so great as the queen in this particular episode. Um, yeah, wow. this, this back half has been uneven for me, uh, but I've still enjoyed it. Um, I've still really liked it. And, and overall, now that I'm almost done, I, I'm just going to miss this. I'm going to miss the show. It's, it, it's really an example of what TV can do really, really well. It's, you know, it really, it's a, just a great example of the art form of television where they can weave something uh, like this over the course that, that movies just can't do because of the limitations of time. Yeah. But over 60 hours, you know, and again, there have been, une- just bit like any show, there have been uneven seasons, there have been boring episodes, but the quality of the production never wavered through six seasons and 60-some episodes. Mm-hmm. It- yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say, even though I'm not really a fan of the, the William Kate storyline, yeah, it doesn't take away from the overall satisfaction of being with the crown for all of these years and getting a better understanding, at least from the storytelling perspective, on Queen Elizabeth. Because I think for many of us, it's just like, oh, well, she was the queen. Mm-hmm. But you understand the person and the people behind this institution. And I'm glad they really point out that these people have struggled being in this mm, unnatural situation. Yeah. yeah. And even if, even if just a kernel of this is true. Yeah. Cause again, it is a drama. Oh, it's, 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 it's a show, but even I, I think the essence of this is, is true. I think there's a line I, I, you know, I think it's in the, well, it's in the trailer and I'm sure it's going to be in the final episode of uh, where the queen, where queen Elizabeth talks about the woman that she's, the woman she sacrificed, you know, the, the person she sacrificed to be uh, queen, the life that she put aside. And that's explored in the Margaret episode, too. That's really powerful. And I, and I think even though it's dramatized, I'm dramatized. I'm sure Queen Elizabeth had moments like that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she had moments where she sit in a room going, wow, I just can't <laughs> go to a pub. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, Not like anyone else, they always right? made it clear. You know, uh, Elizabeth liked to be with her horses and her corgis, yeah. and that's where she was truly happy. I don't blame her. Oh, <laughs> oh so cute. Right. Well, because Margaret dies, right? So this is going through that probably as well. Just the, yep, it does the mourning and the grief of that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, oh. because it goes to 2005, and I, I read a really uh, interesting article with the the creator and the producers, and they said, you know, uh, it was hard to try to, not hard, but they, they wanted to find a place to land the plane, even though the land where they land the plane is 20-some years yeah. uh, before the queen actually passes. They thought that this was a good ribbon, a good place to stop. Because it spoke to some of the themes that they've covered through the show. You would agree with that, Holly? They made the mm. total right choice. Uh, they should not even go into the 2020s or the 2020s. No. You know, a lot has happened in the British monarchy. But I think they chose the exact right point to stick the landing. There's no piece of you that wants more? No. From from that? Because we've lived through it now? and No. I think that with no. this story, with Elizabeth's story, yeah. the way that it's told and the way that it has been told for six seasons, they didn't need to go any further than yeah. 2005, which is where it ends. I'm excited. Mm. And Alexis, in about mm. five years when you catch up, I'll yeah. uh, be excited. <laughs> yeah. Maybe one day. I'll be excited to hear what your thoughts are. Yeah, big deal. <laughs> one day. <laughs> one day when she catches up. Yeah. When we come back, we're going to end with Snoopy. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning... A message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. It's yum yum fun that is cool and keen. And its name is the Snoopy Snow Cone Machine. You put ice cubes in and get a snow cone Some assembly required, and you mix the punch flavor. It's yummy, Snoopy. It's yum yum fun that is cool and keen. And its name is the Snoopy Snow Cone Machine. Snoopy Snow Cone Machine comes with everything you see here from Hasbro. Da, da, da. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. Da, da, da. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. I, I had a Snoopy Snow Cone Machine. You did? I did. Did it work? It did. Mm-hmm. Oh, Welcome awesome. Back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. There's a reason. We're playing, uh, there's a reason I played that. Because Alexis, did you know Snoopy is very hot? Yeah, I knew that. Did you know that? Just just hot, yeah. You knew we that? We love Snoopy. Well, I mean, mm. my world it is. Mm. Yours? It's hot. Not my world, but I'm too old, right, right Holly? There, it, the, <laughs> Snoopy's, Snoops is hot with the youngins, right? Hot with Gen Z. Oh, really? Yes. Gen Z is now thoroughly obsessed with Snoopy. And apparently it all started on where all Gen Z obsessions start, TikTok. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there, there is a plush toy. It's a Snoopy in a blue puffer jacket. It sold exclusively at CVS's for $13.99. He's wearing a little blue puffer and a cute striped hat. But apparently... This thing is causing a sensation. Watch out, Tickle Me Elmo. Really? Cabbage Patch Kid dolls, get the hell out of here. Yeah. Because bye. this toy has been sold out at CVS locations all over the country. Really? It's being resold for anywhere from 40 to $70. And keep in mind, it retails for 14 bucks. And apparently, CVS employees are swapping stories about the daily phone calls they get asking if they still have the Snoopies. And they're like, no, man, we don't have the Snoopies left. Wow. Oh my God, there really? they are. Yeah, so people are obsessed. And by people, I mean the youth, Gen Z. They're obsessed with this little Snoopy in a puffer jacket and a cute little hat. Uh, one person 
A 22-year-old speaking to the Wall Street Journal said, I just needed it. <laughs> <laughs> I just Look needed it. Who knew? And then this is a whole thing. Wow. And now y'all are obsessed. The oh. kids are obsessed. Oh, because it's cute. Look at yeah, that. it's very like cute. Oversized. But and, who, who knew, though, that this would take off? Yeah, and now Snoopy. Yeah. People are discovering Snoopy. In the animated uh, Peanuts cartoons, they're very much relating to him as an emotional beagle. They're saying he's a vibe. He's they're just like they're just like Snoopy. Yeah, and Snoopy has been licensed out. Relatable. Oh my gosh, all the live long day, and people are buying Snoopy merchandise left and right, and even ooh, what's it on eBay right now? Yeah, go, go check that. Oh my god, oh, oh my gosh. My gosh. Well, a spokesperson, the director of the Charles M. Schultz Museum in Santa Rosa said that their engagement on Instagram has been up 200% in the last month alone. Wow. With 18 to 24 year olds. Um, Lex, I think old school Toros needs to get on the uh, Snoopy train. (laughs) Uh Oh, we're on the train. That's why I, I, yeah, absolutely. There's... You love Snoopy. Yeah. Yeah. And, you really get into it. But, it, it, you know, it's hard to guess, like, what's going to hit hard like this. Well, you know? I, I think it's my surprise, too. The people at the yeah. museum, they're like, we have seen the highest attendance in our history. And we've yeah. been around for over two decades just in this past quarter alone. And the gift shop's top seller is a small little Snoopy stuffed animal. Yeah, a little reminder, something that, you know, thirteen ninety nine, not too expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, now, of course, if you buy it second market, it is. But, um, yeah, a little, little, little happiness. Someone says, hey, uh, Gen Z is finally seeing Snoopy for who he really is, a melodramatic hero. Well, yeah. that is true. Maybe, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, they're relating. Yeah, but the uh, the average price... I'm looking here on eBay is oh. is in the hundreds. Oh, for the CVS Snoopy in a in a puffer coat. Yeah, wow. Uh, one hundred. I'm seeing one twenty five, one fifteen, a flat one hundred. Wow. Um, I mean, yeah. look, if you go to your local CVS, they're going to be sold out, or maybe you'll find one. I don't know. You might get lucky. Yeah. Well, I do know now that you said that. It's interesting. On Thanksgiving. My sister-in-law, Bobby, her kids, uh, well, some of the, I, I, it was either, it was either Bobby's kids. Or, I don't know. It was one of my in-laws. It was one of my in-laws kids, one of my nephews or and one of the nieces. They requested the Snoopy show on Apple TV. They wanted, they wanted us to put Snoopy on uh, because Apple has a Snoopy show. And they wanted uh, Snoopy on, and I thought that was I'm like, oh no, Spider Man, no, no mermaid, no uh, nothing, no turtles. Yeah, but it was Snoopy. Now that I just thought about that, they wanted me to put on the Snoopy show. So clearly, they're oh, wow. part of this Snoopasance. It's a Snoopasance. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> Apparently, they're also encouraging people to give blood because at one point they were what? giving out a T-shirt. Yes, so the giving of blood has increased through the Red Cross because the Red Cross was giving out Snoopy merch to those oh. who were giving blood. Wow! And so now all the kids are like, "Take my blood! I want the shirt." Huh? Well. Shiver me timbers. <laughs> well, I do know here locally, huh. uh, the k- people of a certain age, 
they jokingly refuse to call Nickelodeon Universe Nickelodeon Universe at Mall of America. Yep, that's it right. will always be Camp Snoopy to people. Oh man, For sure. people put their heels in the sand on that one. Yeah. And oh, wow. you know, right now, hey, if you're thinking about something to do and you've got a Snoopy obsessed tween in your life, the Minnesota History Center has an exhibition called The Life and Art of Charles M. Schultz right now. Oh yeah. You know, it's it's running through next June, but if you're looking for something to do in the in-between times, and you got someone who loves Snoopy, bring him on up. Wow. Okay, I'm, I'm just like, yeah, that sounds awesome, Holly. I, I was just kind of just scanning this article, and it says another aspect of why people love Snoopy is because of his imagination. Yeah. That the kids, the peanut kids kind of left him alone, and he, you know, he was... A whole bunch, you know, a tennis champ, a surgeon, a skater, a disco dancer. Yeah, he was flying the Red Baron. Yeah, so he was able to make his own fun. And many young people, that resonates with. Because they were stuck at home. Well, there we go. Wow. There we be. Mm-hmm. Snoopy's back, everybody. Yeah, so if you want to be cool next week around the kids, <laughs> bring the Snoop merch. Yeah. The snoop the Snoopassance is real. <laughs> yeah. We're in it. It's here. It's expensive, too. Look, if you get Oof. one of those CVS plushes and you spend $150 on that. Should we go out with this theme today instead yeah. of Vernon Shirley? Let's go Let's out with this. Love. There we go. The Snoopassance, Lex. It's here. <laughs> sure <Yeah>. is. <laughs> That's going to cool. do it for us today. If you're a kid listening and you're being bullied, you, just like Snoopy, you go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You be you. Have the greatest day today. Happy birthday, Holly. Happy birthday, Thank Holly. Thank you. Don and Steve experience up next. Have a fantastic day. We love you so very much. And let's do this again tomorrow, okay? Okay. No, let's not.